Welcome to Messy Marriages, sharing stories of messy moments in marriages and how we make the most of our mistakes. We will undress the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. What are the concerns and questions most couples have in marriage and often go unspoken until now? Host Mark Lucas brings wisdom, authenticity, and practical advice to even the toughest marriage topics. Welcome to Messy Marriages. Mark Lucas here, Faith Talk 1360, and in the podcast world. What a joy it is to be able to have these conversations with you. I've been married 20 years now, and I'll be the first one to tell you that marriage is the most beautiful relationship God has ever made. But in the midst of the beauty, there's some moments where marriage is messy. There's some moments where marriage is really hard. This conversation is all around having conversations that help you navigate your relationship, the most important relationship that God would ever create. Today on the show, we're going to have a conversation around really something that happens probably a lot in weddings. So we're in a wedding, and we hear the pastor officiate in the wedding, and he gets to the part where he talks about, wives, submit to your husbands. And I've been in the shoes of the pastor, and I look out at the, at the audience in the crowd, and I realize, oh my gosh, they have no idea what this word means. <laughs> what does the word submit mean? Or we hear maybe in the same marriage ceremony conversations around love and respect and what that looks like in Ephesians 5. There's some specific passages in God's Word that really get taken out of context. So we're going to jump into a conversation that really brings clarity and wisdom and how we practically walk out some of these marriage passages that we have in God's Word. I've got the perfect guest to have these conversations today on Messy Marriages. I've got Pastor Joey and Judy here Salinas, I got that right. Yep. They're high school sweethearts, which they're both right now just smiling and glowing in the radio station right now, and it just brings a deep smile to my heart. They've been together for 21 years. They have me beat by one and married for 18 years in May. They have two beautiful children. They've pastored children, youth in their own congregation, and directed a ministry school. They're founders of You're Worth It Coaching and Consulting and founded You're Worth It Ministries. They have a faith-based podcast. I've heard it. It's amazing. Wisdom Wednesday, they love to empower others in their identity and their gifts that God has for them. They're passionate. You'll hear it in just a second about marriage and family. Their prophetic voices bring hope to all the generations to walk in their God-given purposes. Thank you so much, Joey and Judy, for being my guests today. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to be with you, Mark. It's a joy to have you guys on. So actually, I think this came from you, Judy. We were chatting on the phone today or yesterday and just having a conversation about what we might talk about. And I'm glad you brought this up because my wife has kind of nudged me before, right before I get up to officiate a wedding and said, just make sure you're clear when you explain words like submit and submission. (laughs) Because it's kind of it's kind of a four letter word if you yeah. don't really put in the context of what God's saying there. So we're just going to kind of go back and forth, but let's just walk through some of these marriage passages that people take out of context often. I heard this quote actually this morning when I was driving in, and I really liked it. It said this: "Even Satan can quote scripture out of context. Mm. Why are we surprised when men do it? 
or women do it. Mm. So let's just kind of dive into this. This is a great conversation. Obviously, it's a marriage show. So people need to know God's Word and specifically marriage passages for us to talk about practically and what the context means in these passages. So whoever wants to go first, I'm just going to look both ways. So ladies first. That's so good. Ladies Um, first. You know, when you're talking about officiating weddings and um, saying those words like wives, you know, submit to your husbands and... um, it may change their mind if the word, if they don't really understand. I remember when we got married, our pastor really said the word long suffering a lot in our, in our ceremony. He's like, do you you promise long suffering? Do you promise long suffering? I'm like, I don't know. What does that mean? For how long? It sounds painful. (laughs) Is there any joy at all? (laughs) And so uh, thanking God through the maturity and growth in our faith and learning to understand like, what did God really mean? And when we don't understand what God means we abuse his word and we can um, abuse it and manipulate each other with it and hold it against one another but when we come to a maturity in Christ we begin to understand his word so what God began to show me and I have not perfected it at all but what he began to show me throughout the years is that to change the word submit to the word trust because when a woman trusts she never has to be told to follow she will immediately follow. She would follow gladly. She would follow joyfully. And so what I had to start seeing is like, God's like, hey, I'm not telling you that, especially the verse that says, you know, like to honor your wife as a weaker vessel, blah, blah, blah. And I would say, I'm not less than. I'm strong. I am not weak. I am independent. I am smart. I am anointed and called. But God's like, that's not what I was saying. I know you're strong, but I, I want you to trust. And so to me, instead of saying, hey, wife, submit to your husband. I want you to have this perspective and open mind to say, hey, wife, trust your husband, even when he may be wrong, even when you may be questioning that decision, even when you're like, okay, I don't think you really heard God on this. Why are you doing this? But Mm -hmm. just trust is like something that God showed me is really what submission really means. And when you're trusting, I'm literally honoring God. Like God is like, I'm so proud of you, like for trusting in this moment. I'm so proud of you for like holding your tongue in this moment or for praying fervently when you probably wanted to shout or scream or, or argue or anything like that, like which those moments have happened too. Mm-hmm. They, they're, I love what you guys are talking about, like the messy moments in marriage, like those moments have happened plenty of times. But it's learning that, hey, trusting is submitting to God. It's it's honoring. And trusting is not easy. Trusting takes work. Trusting is having faith. Having faith takes trust. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, I think, too, sometimes we forget that, that as individuals, we have that relationship with God, and that's the way that communication works. When you get married, it's really your—I'm not just married— to Judy. Judy's not married to me, but our marriage is a third entity. And so when it says wives submit to your husband, but it also says husbands lay down your life for your wife, in process it's saying submit to the marriage. Submit to the mission of the marriage. I love the word submission because to me I translate it as submitting to the mission of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at it, when I'm when 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 we're looking at marriage as a as a holistic thing, I look at it from a fresh perspective of it's its own entity. There's two participants, three participants, right? Us two, and then God. But when we're submitting, she's submitting, like the word said, would be submit 
to your husband's husband's lay down your wife. It's a transaction that happens. I lay down my life. She trusts the mission of our marriage and vice versa. So I love to look at it that way because it's a fresh perspective to see that we're investing, we're submitting, and we're laying down our life for the mission of our marriage. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it it's can be a tug of war where it's like, well, if she doesn't do this, then I won't do this or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And there's been moments where it's where we've been in arguments and he's like, hey, you need to submit more. And I'm like, well, you need to die. You're not dead yet. Like, you're <laughs> not, not dead enough. You're not dead enough. I still <laughs> I see your, <laughs> feel your flesh. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> like, and so I, um, I'm good. like, that's actually a great, a great thing thing that God asked yeah. the men to do like like man like you literally have to lay down like to think about it like lay down your life lay down your pride lay down anything that you think mm-hmm. your your righteous like your your need yeah. to be right anything like that yep. to in order to do that so we have had a lot of those arguments or disagreements where we're like I'm like, hey, I just want you to listen right now. I don't want to have a Bible study. Like, I don't want you to quote mm. me scriptures. Yep. I just want you to be a listening ear, you know, and, and then there's not that tug of war going back and forth where you feel like one is right or the other's wrong or anything like that. And there's something else that, like, God was showing me when I was on my way to minister to a women's conference, and I was writing down stuff that he was showing me to, to minister, and Joey mm-hmm. was driving me because it was, like, a two-and-a-half-hour drive, and I was just, like, feeling the presence of God and I was crying because he was he was talking to me and he's like you're the most beautiful when you're the most submitted mm-hmm. and he was actually showing me what first Peter 3 5 it says this is how long ago holy women who put their hope in God made themselves beautiful by respecting the authority of their husbands and I remember th- saying like God I didn't hear that like what are you <laughs> I'm about to minister right now to women why are you sh- speaking this to me and Joey's like oh are you okay and I'm like yeah yeah God's just speaking I didn't want to tell you what he's saying <laughs> because then he'll hold it against me like remember God told yeah. you and we've done that before when yeah. he's like oh God told me you know to treat you better and I'll be like you're not doing what God told you to do yeah. Yeah. um and so that's what he was telling me. He's like, Judy, you're the most beautiful, not like when you get yourself ready or put together, but when you're the most submitted, when you're the most trusting, when that's when I see so much beauty in you. Not the mm-hmm. only way, but that's when I see so much beauty in you. So that to me was a great way to have understanding because coming from yeah. a legal, well, growing up Catholic, but getting baptized, saved, slash in a legalistic environment it was very abused it was like woman be quiet you can't preach minister prophesy i would literally whisper it in my husband's ear like hey i have this word for someone or i had this dream and i would try to what they would say honor 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 the process and so there took a lot of healing and freedom for me to understand what god was really saying and not what man was telling me to do it's so good. Both you guys. I just want to just stop for a moment and just get – you already have been very practical, but just really get super practical. So mm-hmm. when you came out of the gate, because I'm just soaking all of this in. Right now, the listeners of Faith Talk, the podcast world, they're soaking all of this in. There's so much truth, so much wisdom you've just both shared. So let's start with you. When I first asked the question, Judy, you said really this word trust. Yeah. Mm. So walk the women right now, specifically through the wives. What does that look like practically? Because I love that you've kind of submitted or you've taken out the word submit and inserted trust. Yeah. And now I think marriage is built on three pillars. Obviously, yeah. it's built on a foundation of Christ, but it's built on trust, respect, and communication. Mm-hmm. So that speaks to my heart and soul, yeah. and I have biblical grounds to back that up. Yeah. But when you look at this word trust, 
let's get practical with the wives right now and just share your heart, speak your heart. Because yeah. right now, like, I won't give details, but I'm walking right now even with someone in my own family that's truly having a hard time trusting their husband. Yeah, for sure. And some things have happened to break the trust. Because as we know, trust is like deposited over Mm. decades and almost centuries if we're married for centuries, but over a long time. And then it's completely dissolved in a moment. For sure. In one moment, it's been completely dissolved. So how do we cultivate that? What does that practically look like as a wife to trust or submit to her husband? That's really good. So I want to first explain that trust and forgiveness are two different um, things. Forgiveness is something that God gives us freely daily, and it's something he wants us to do. It's easier said than done. But trust is something that is developed, and it is something that is earned based on consistent behavior. So if trust has been broken, whether it be lies or infidelity or broken promises, false hopes, anything like that, then your spouse, in order to regain the trust, something practical that they can do is be an open book. Like, here's an email with all of my passwords, all of my logins to everything. I'm an open book. I'm willing to work on rebuilding this trust with you to show you that I'm committed, that I love you, that um, you can ask me anything. Like, if even if it sounds redundant, like, where were you? Why were you 10 minutes late, et cetera? It does not matter. Like, the other spouse has to be willing to work um, with that spouse, with the spouse that was betrayed in any way so that that trust is rebuilt. But the spouse that was hurt has to also be willing to not bring it up every day, which is really hard. I want to tell you, it is really hard mm-hmm. because in arguments you can say, hey, well, remember when you did this? You can argue about clean towels and you can say, well, remember when you did this? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're it's scorekeeping, right? more or less. Right? Scorekeeping, yeah. but really is you're bringing um, – death into the situation when you're trying to heal from the trauma and you're bringing the trauma up every day. And that's not fair to you either. You want to heal from it. And so it's good for the other spouse to be willing to say whether it's counseling, but first of all, to be an honest, open book with no questions asked, to be willing to earn that trust back and develop that trust back. Um, And that's one of the good practical things that they can do. The other thing, too, that I want to say is I've walked some some friends and people that have had infidelity or things in their marriage, and I remember praying for one of my friends, and I was so blessed. I was like, wow, I don't know if I could have stayed going through see, seeing what you went through. And the Lord led her to buy her husband a journal and to write in it love letters for him when in her mind, she's like, he doesn't deserve this. And it was so crazy because right before that, I had given her a prophetic word that God gave me to share to her that just simple, your mercy to your husband is going to bring complete freedom from his addictions. And she just started crying. And I didn't know anything, uh, all, all the details that they were going through at that moment. And I just saw that the mercy that God gave her and the mercy she extended to her husband brought him freedom and he began to let go of porn and all these other things that he was doing 
because he's like, I don't deserve this mercy, this kindness that you're giving me. And it reminds me of how God says it's your goodness that leads us to re- his goodness that leads us to repentance. So it was the goodness and the mercy through his wife that led her husband to repent. Mm-hmm. And when she surprised him with this journal, he literally broke down. She's never seen her husband cry, even though she's been with him since they were like 13 years old and they're in wow. their 40s. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this woman really does love me. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So yeah. I want to invite you to that uh, to um, ask God, what do you? What is your part in the healing for your spouse? Um, because you're not responsible for their healing, but what role do you play in it? And yeah. He'll show you. That's really well said, Joey. You mentioned which was profound to really be on mission and to understand this mission that God's called us as husbands, and to be on this mission to know what we're called to do to really kind of walk out the responsibilities and the promises as a husband to our wife. Walk the listeners practically through some of what you said in the opening segments of the show. Yeah. Well, I think it starts, especially as a husband, to even in your prayer life, but your prayer life and your lived out life should match each other, but starting in your prayer life to ask the Lord how to lay down your life. Like literally ask the Lord, hey, God, this is what I'm, I want to pray for my marriage. I want to pray for the entity of my marriage. I want to pray for my wife. What in my life can show my wife specifically that I'm ready to lay down my life for her? What does she need from me so that she can see that my life is available and fully in all in, like in the poker, you know, when we're when you're yeah. playing poker and your chips are all in, that I'm all in for my marriage, mm. that there's no reserves, there's no plan B, there's nothing that I'm a saving or adjusting to just in case this doesn't work out, but I'm all in for her. And allow God to speak to you and follow through with it. So it can't end in prayer. It has to be picked up in your life lived. So if God says to you or you get this impression, because a lot of times God works in impressions, right? When the Holy Spirit's working with us and we pray, a thought comes to our mind. But we ignore it. We don't act on it. But that's God. He's, you've asked him for something, and he's inspired it in you. So it's coming to quick obedience to it. I found that the quicker I am to obedience to what God showed me my wife needs, the faster, um, the faster she receives it and the faster I'm poured, that, that, that entity of our marriage is poured into. So that's where I would start. Secondly is even asking your wife. Hey, is there something that um, that I'm doing now that is making you feel that I haven't I'm not all in our marriage or I'm not fully available or I'm not fully invested in our marriage? And don't judge what she says. That's huge Mm -hmm. because I can speak from experience and I've done this hundreds of times when I've asked my wife something. She's told me something and I thought it was unacceptable, unreasonable. When you ask her something, you're no longer allowed to say it's unreasonable because it's a need she has. And in marriage and laying down your life is about fulfilling the needs of your spouse. That's what laying laying your life down is really at the basis level is meeting the needs of your spouse. And that goes vice versa. So when she lays something down for me, I'm going to do everything I can to, to immediately do it. I will tell you this. If you plan to do it, you will never do it. You just have to do it. You just do it as quick as you can. And then on the other side of that, for that other spouse, it's embracing the process of it. They're doing it. It may not look perfect, but acknowledge that they're in the process, that they're doing it step by step. Every time you're trusting that they're investing and you're, there's a communication system going on and you're, and you're working that way, you are building a currency in your marriage. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what pouring into the entity of marriage is. If my marriage is poured into, I know that my wife is feeling fulfilled. Vice versa, if she's pouring into the entity of our marriage, as a husband, he's being fulfilled. We're not asked to, to ignore who we are. We're asked to ask God to put our marriage first. That means to give it a preference. And I think that sometimes gets lost in translation of what first means. It doesn't mean you're ignored. It just means that your marriage gets the preference. Mm -hmm. You prefer it first. Yeah. Like I went through a a season Mm -hmm. of like um, a deeper healing from deep rejection. And normally my love language, I think it can change. But usually it's food. (laughs) <laughs> Ditto. So that's number seven on there. Just, I was going to uh, say six. six. It's seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's five love languages. Yeah. So we'll go with seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The other is like uh, uh, swimming, uh, uh, going out. But um, yeah, it's usually acts of service and time for me. And so, but there was a season where I just needed specifically to hear from my spouse, uh, you choose me. Like I, I told him, like, I just need to hear those words from you. And it began to heal my heart from the rejection that I was experiencing from others and from you know and even even within our marriage i i and it was funny because he's like well i married you of course i choose you i'm like you know no but i need to hear that i need to hear those words from you daily and Mm -hmm. so it began to be a daily thing until i began to feel it um and you know that's not something he could have guessed. He's not a mind reader, and he's not a very You're good not, guesser. You're not, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is, right? Yeah, right? And so for him to be like, well, that's not – I thought I could just wash the dishes yeah. for you like you normally like me to do or something. But yeah. it was just during the season, be willing, like he said, to be open and communicate with your spouse. What is it that they need? How do they want to be loved from that's you right. during that season and moments? Because that can change. Yeah. It's so well said. And I want to go back to – I'm not even a big poker guy, but I just love the visual when you yeah. really said the chips, I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really walking out daily how we show our wives that we're all in. That's and right. I love even how you responded to that, Judy, because at the end of the day, when we truly begin to have those conversations and that dialogue with our bride mm-hmm. and to really ask the question, you know what, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. How can I fill you the love currency and really pour into you? And let you know that I'm all in. Mm -hmm. And then really investigating in the conversation, what are her love languages? How do I best love her and give her the right currency? Mm -hmm. Because if my wife doesn't have up high in the lift acts of service, Mm -hmm. and I'm serving her and washing her car and getting the oil changed and doing the dishes like you just said, and she's like, wait a second, Mm -hmm. I don't. I want physical touch, right? which that's the dream for every guy. But I want physical touch. Or she says, I want words of encouragement, Mm -hmm. which is on the list. Or I want time, quality time. And I'm so myopic in not having the conversation to really say, you know what? I'm all in because I have a PhD in you, and I'm constantly asking this question. Let me observe you. Let me ask the question. Mm -hmm. Let me show you not only with words, but with actions that I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that dialogue. It's yeah. so beautiful. We don't have a lot of time left, but I want to maybe just touch briefly yeah. on another passage that you mentioned over the phone, Judy, and that was this. Nevertheless, Ephesians 5.33 says this, Let each individual among you also love his own wife even as himself, and let the wife see to it that she respects her husband. This love and respect passage that we mm-hmm. talked about briefly Walk the listeners, maybe we'll start with you, Judy, if you're okay with that. Yeah. Walk the listeners, we only have a little bit of time left, but walk the listeners quickly through. It's not just one or the other, it's both. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And walk them practically through that passage. I love the listeners to hear that. Yeah, you know, I I joke and say, God, I think you got these these verses mixed up. <laughs> like, wives should re- love their husbands, and husbands should respect their wives. Yeah. Like, like like that song R E S P U C T. Like, you know, that's yeah, right. what we want. Like, and then I'll feel loved, and then I'll feel valued. Then I won't, you know. But honestly, we need both. We both need both. Uh, wives need respect and love. And husbands need respect and love. I know Joey likes affection. He likes words. And he, in moments where he's like, you're not showing me you love me. I'm like, oh, he does want me, you know, to say uh, those things. And so I want to just share this briefly is we, like Joey said, with the third entity, we need the Holy Spirit. We need God. And so there was a tough time we were going through in our marriage. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, Judy, my son is hurting. Talking about my husband. And he said, I want you to love him back to health. I want you to love him tender. I want you to restore him. And only you have the ability to do this as his wife. So he didn't go tell me respect and submit and bow down to on your knees and obey. No, he said, go love him tender back to health. And that's what God called me to do. And Mm -hmm. when I began to show him that gentleness and that love, that translated to him as respect, and he needed that love. And so to, that's just a big example on how we need both. That is so well said. Joey and Judy, it's been a joy to have you in. And actually, we're going to do a part two here. We're going to record another one in just a second. But what a joy it is to have you in. Thank you so much for your heart for the Lord. Thanks for your heart for marriage. Thanks for joining me on Messy Marriages. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Messy Marriages, a show dedicated to making the most out of your mistakes. Mark would love to send you his weekly Marriage Monday video. Please go to marklucasradio.com and sign up for his weekly marriage video. Follow him at Mark Lucas Radio on Instagram.